As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Alter Ego Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Austin. With me, as always, Mr. Ryan. How you doing, buddy? I'm uh, hurt. Took my back the other day, so. Uh... Can I give That's you some good. pro advice? Yeah, what's that? Don't do that. Yeah, I'll try not to. That's not good. Tell me about it. And of course, my lovely seductress, Miss Megan, is here with us as well. Hello. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. I just ate dinner, so I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> Which is a hell of a thing. I usually wait till after the show to eat, but we're starting a little bit later, and yep. I wasn't going to make it. Or I should say... Jack and Ryan probably wouldn't have made it mm-hmm. because I would have started gnawing on something somewhere that lives and breathes. I think I have a Snickers in my car. I yeah, hungry, why wait? Yeah, grab a Snickers. Uh, who's not, not a sponsor yeah. of our show <laughs> yet, <laughs> but Snickers, my phone is ready to be a ringing. And um, I'll take all the Snickers from a sponsorship. Doubt me. You guys can pay me in cash. <laughs> yeah, I'll take cash. <laughs> I'm like, where any Ma said... Straight cash, Straight cash, Straight homie. cash, homie. Let's get serious for a minute, shall wow, we? you abruptly stopped. Oh, serious? <laughs> I think my heart rate like stopped. As soon as um, so the reason we are recording this a little bit later and avoiding uh, Megan's appetite is because we did a live stream for Seven Lamb Productions. Me and Rob were in here talking to people on the uh, podcast scene. <laughs> that video is posted on the book. It is. It's posted on uh, the Facebook page. It's on the Facebook group. It's on YouTube. Audio Jack. Check it out. See what you're missing. <laughs> we have fun. <laughs> anyway, you know who doesn't have fun? Ford Supply Company. None. Zero fun. But you know who has fun with They're Ford too busy company? making all natural and organic soaps for men. Yep. You know what they're not busy doing? Writing me a new commercial. Next scene. Well. <laughs> It's real but, soap, no bullshit. I t- <laughs> and it's some dope ass shit, so. Uh, promo code alter ego to get 10% off your order. <clears throat> uh, but we were at Tony and Nello's this weekend. I've Saw actually been pizza. there twice in the last two weeks. Yeah. Like, she has. I have not. They posted this pizza on their Facebook page, and I was just like, I want to go to there. And it was delicious. And so get we that had Tony some, JoJo's. Uh, we had some friends message us telling us they were super bored. Wanted to go have dinner and wanted to go see uh, the Batman. Yeah. So we went and saw it again. 
Oh, I was going to say, my phone didn't ring. I'm down we for are, Tony and Nello's. We are. But you said the Batman. I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way out. Um, <sighs> so we had our second rendition of the, the Batman. Which I actually enjoyed it more the second time, believe it or not. Yeah, so did I actually. I wasn't half asleep, and I. Why would why would people why would we lie to the people? Like believe it or not, like they'd be like they're lying. I've actually debated know. going and watching it again, not half asleep as well. That was about to say. <laughs> anyway, that's next week. Okay, golly, yeah. this is this week. Spoiler alert: Next week, I'm just gonna set up with a table that says Batman wasn't good. Changed my mind. Wow. So next week, we're going to have to talk about that in depth. And maybe we can get uh, Mark Hoffmeyer yeah. to come on and join us. That'd but be cool. I don't think Ryan would disagree with a woman in my condition. I don't think he would either. Megan has brittle bone syndrome. I do. I have brittle bone syndrome. Um, we just found out. We just found out that she has <laughs> brittle bones. <laughs> and if she lays down way too hard, she'll it, die. Yeah. Mm. She's exactly. also uh, growing a human now. I am. I'm growing a human. So she's going to be leaving the show permanently. Maybe not. You might she's just going hear a baby to be... crying. <laughs> ten mo- eight months. Ten months. Math is hard. So eight uh, months from now. Yeah. So we pregnant. We, we are. Yes. I and mean, I'm, me. I'm, I'm more ready pregnant to get than hurt you. again. I'm more pregnant than you, but we yeah. are collectively. I couldn't do it by myself. That doesn't yeah. sound like a good time. This actually <laughs> was supposed to go into random news, but that's okay. Was it? Yeah. Did you I, actually you have it in there? put it on the T-ball and I, I had to smack you it You didn't have it in random news. Oh, I'm sorry. Are they my notes or your notes? Yeah, and I'm looking at them. I'm sorry. Are they my notes or are they your notes? You weren't going to sneak that in in the middle. Okay. I'm not the king of segways. King of segway, I was <laughs> Come say. on. How do you take right, that away? Let's I'm rewind the... it. Delete oh, whatever, yeah. everything we just said. <laughs> this isn't live, folks. Yeah, Y'all know. That's right. We're going to go back in time. Somebody edit that out. That's right. <laughs> our editors, our team of editors that work around oh, yeah. the clock. All the editors that all we of have. Them. Oh, boy. All one of you. All right. Let's get into it, shall we? As always, up first, DC. There's a quote that I really liked from James Gunn. As most of you know, last week was the Peacemaker episode. And if you listen to it, you know that Ryan and I were huge fans of it. Yeah, I was going to say, the only DC news I want to hear is that uh, Peacemaker Season 2 is out, like, next week. Yeah. That's it. Peacemaker Season 2 is on the way. But so people were talking uh, in James Gunn, uh, to James Gunn, about Peacemaker, kind of like, nobody asked for this. Nobody wanted Peacemaker. And here's James Gunn's response, and I'm going to just go ahead and quote him. Nobody asked for The Sopranos. No one asked for freaking Star Wars. When Hollywood tells the stories the public's asking for, the chances of being surprised and delighted are minimized. No one asked for Peacemaker, and that's what makes me all the prouder that it's touched so many people. I'm inclined to agree. Yeah, I didn't ask for it, but I'm glad he made it. I am also just sitting here thinking about, although Thor Ragnarok is not one of my favorite movies, where Thor goes to Loki and says, are we going to do this forever? I'm going to trust you. You're going to betray me. It's boring. And the same stories that we already know over and over again are boring. <coughs> Batman. Well, Something in my throat. He hasn't even, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, we'll talk about that next week. I, I love that he's trying to put some salt on this steak before mm-hmm. next week, but that's okay. <laughs> I like mine it. salty. Yeah. 
Um, but I, I agree with James Gunn. Uh, sometimes some of these new properties and these new iterations and new stories are just so good. And no, nobody wanted Peacemaker. As a matter of fact, when John Cena was doing the role, James Gunn came to him and said, don't read a single piece of Peacemaker comics because he's been in so many things. He's been so different in everything. Trust me, I'm writing it. Read my script. You're playing douchey Captain America. <laughs> That's probably all he needed to hear. And he said that is all he needed to hear. He was working on accents and working on ac- attitudes, and then he heard douchey Captain America from James Gunn and said, say no more. So I just want to make one quick note because I fully agree and respect James Gunn's comment. I think that that goes that, that definitely goes deep by saying no one asked for The Sopranos, no one asked for Star Wars. Yeah. It's like when you think about it, obviously nobody sat around and was like, you know what, I really want a show about uh, the mob bosses and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But uh, he compared Peacemaker to Sopranos and Star Wars. I feel. Well, yeah. I, I mean, that <laughs> you're right. And this is a, that's something that I, I say agree all with the him. Time. And I, I definitely understand the sentiment, but I'm kind of like, son of a bitch. He um, just compared Peacemaker just to the Sopranos. Well, and fucking he's 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 doing something that's widely known and and widely uh, yeah. uh, supported and loved by a lot of people. But in the same breath, if you're trying to combat that, nobody asked for Sharknado either. Nope. So and I mean, I I get where he's coming from. For Sharknado, I get where he's coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 100%. I think in this instance, we're going to focus on the fact that he says you have less of a chance to be surprised and delighted when you know the story. Mm-hmm. And this one, I was definitely surprised. I don't know if I'd use the word delighted, I but I loved delighted. it. I was happy for sure. I don't know if it was like, oh, this is delightful. Yeah. Look at Peacemaker shooting that boy in the face. I mean, you kind of were. There were times that I was not watching it, but watching you watch it because it was funny. <laughs> Your face was, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Ah. Like I all did these that. animated. I <laughs> and I had to make noise. Not that he was sitting on the couch making those noises, but obviously this is audio only. So I had to make some No, that's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll own that. That's fine. But like, I think the finale, he literally had a jaw drop for a solid three minutes. Actually, the best part was at the... Uh, <laughs> Was, is when she's not in the room and I'm watching a show like that and all she hears is, oh, shit! Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, that's exactly what I would hear. Yeah. Babe, come in here! She's like, I'll be in there never. Never. What are you watching? No. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that's ever gotten her, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. It's the only one Peacemaker she's ever been walking me. by and been like, "What? wait, hold on. So why is he doing that? And what? I go, oh, What's what do you happening? mean? This thing? I'll explain this a little bit to you. Inosuke. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that was weird. Uh, so, speaking of the Batman, uh, we got an announcement that one of the spin-off series will connect Arkham Asylum to the Batverse. And I'm going, uh, I don't know if I could say much more. Let's no, just let's talk, talk about, about their week. their opening weekend though. Preview screenings for Batman got 21.6 million preview before it's even out there for the rest of the world. So he said the he told me this last night and it was the largest of the year, mind you. We're in the first week of March. We're in March, yeah. That obviously doesn't include Spider-Man, Spider-Man which was December. So Spider-Man don't get that confused. Absolutely dusted this movie off, yeah. but it's also one of the greatest movies of all time according to sales at the box office. Um but yeah, it made 21.6 million in preview screenings and 128 million on its first weekend at the box office. By the way, the Oof. budget to make the Batman 200 million. So that's so in one weekend, 200 shit. 
one weekend they made over uh, <laughs> over half the budget to make the movie back. On what? What do you spend two hundred million dollars on? Shutting down city streets, uh, paying freighters gas yep. to ride through the middle of a harbor, exploding Probably things and blowing up CGI. gas trucks on a highway, paying stuntmen to be in a gas and truck while they blow and up. Actors, actresses, grips, editors, directors. sound editors, the score to write the movie. Okay, okay, you bong, bong. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, um, I mean that's. I'm sorry. Was... What would you have done better? Would you have directed it with na 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 Batman next week? Okay, fair enough. Next week, let's move on. First off, I want to put okay. Derek Henry. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had to get a Titans man. reference in there. Then... Oh boy. Okay, let's move on to random news slash video game news. All my wrestling fans out there, AEW. I don't know if you're fans. I don't know if you guys like AEW, but right now. When I see clips of AEW and stuff like that, I get serious 1990s WCW vibes. And when I get that, it makes me excited for wrestling. It brings me back to kind of that WCW versus WWE Monday Night Wars type thing. And there was a moment that happened very recently on uh, on the wrestling scene that reminded me of that old school WCW, WWE rivalry. I don't know about you guys, but when I was wrestling, I was on the WCW side of things. I enjoyed WCW a lot more. I liked Sting. I liked all those wrestlers. And then there's that fateful night when it's the last show and the last match ever was Ric Flair versus Sting. And at the end of that match, in the ring walks Shane McMahon. And they're simulcasting... WWE and a WWE personality on WCW programming. So this time, Tony Khan, the owner of AEW came out on ring of honor, which if you're looking at major promotions that are not WWE, you're thinking of ring of honor, AEW, new Japan pro wrestling, and probably TNT ring of honor being one of the biggest ones. Tony Khan and AEW just bought Ring of Honor. Oh, I know nothing about wrestling anymore. I'm saying right now that it's the first time since WCW that there has been a legitimate competitor to the WWE. WWE is a monster. It is huge. The budgets, the production, Vince McMahon, all that, the backing. It's a huge show, but AEW to me, is crushing them in terms of story and in terms of the people that the wrestlers want to see. So that was exciting to see that little moment. And even Tony Khan came out and said, nope, Shane McMahon isn't here. So who knows? I mean, think of the stars they have on AEW now. They got Chris Jericho. They got CM Punk. They've got Sting. They've got a lot of big names making their way. Sting died. Nope. Very much alive. Oh. They've got Kenny Omega, who is arguably the most popular wrestler for the indie scene right now. Never heard of her. Yeah. He has the only wrestler to have. So they have like basically, you know, they have the scouting scouting combine for the WWE or for the NFL. They have that for WWE for matches. He's the only one to get over 10 out of 10 on a rating on a match. And I watched all three of them. He is incredible. 
They've also got uh, uh, one of the famous tag teams. The uh, what's their name, guys? Help me out. I don't know. He's um, incredible. But is he electrifying? Oh, is he, he is the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Well, the most electrifying man in sports and entertainment is now the most electrifying man uh, in the whiskey business and the movie business. So, yes, he is the most electrifying man. Pretty sure it's tequila. Tequila. What did I say? Whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah, tequila. Anyway, yeah, good for the Rock. Uh, but I uh, hey, keep an eye out that AEW might be going. But speaking of huge announcements, I saw that Kevin Hart is headlining a comedy tour with none other than the legend Chris Rock. Nice. I'm down to watch every second of that. Those are arguably two of the funniest people ever. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got their own style. Everybody's got their own type of comedy. But Kevin Hart, to me, Chris Rock, to me, they're undeniable. They're just funny. Yeah, I've had the pleasure of seeing Kevin Hart live once. Yeah? Hilarious. He has so much energy. Yeah. And just the way that he tells stories. That's really what makes it. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm excited that he's they're going across America, and it's called the Headliners Only Tour. Which, you know, hey, Dave Chappelle could walk in and, and sit both of them down. I love it. That's all they're missing is Dave Chappelle. They should do it. Yeah. I'd be in. I'd definitely go see it then. Yeah. Uh, some video game news, though. You ready for this? Always. Hit me with it. Marvel's usually... Guardians of the Galaxy oh. is coming to Xbox Game Pass for free. That's pretty cool. Although this is usually where I tune out. During the video game. So it probably uh, wasn't a good game then, huh? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't care. It's received some pretty good ratings, but it was a $60 game to just play Star-Lord. So I don't know. I'm interested. I'm going to be playing that game on the 10th, this Thursday, when it when it's released. Post birthday? Mm-hmm. Someone's birthday is this Wednesday. Yeah, Ryan, no. you're turning, uh, what is it, 22? Yes. No. That's a lot. You just said 22, and I'm all here for it. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you. I'm happy for you're- you. You're... Full of crap. <laughs> it's Jack's birthday on Wednesday, everybody. Hey. Hey. I'm turning 53. Wow, that's not close either. Um, but that's the story I'm going with. I want to yell at youngsters who don't appreciate music anymore. Okay, you can spend lawn. Thursday evening, since we're busy Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. playing Dungeons and Dragons. You'll be able to play Marvel Guardians. Yeah, you see what and I'm you're doing probably going to want to watch that one. Yeah, yeah. you got some I'm good... aggressively playing video games with my thumbs right now. It's <laughs> definitely how I would play. It's the equivalent Halo. of air guitar for video games. And I got to <laughs> say, like, this is why I didn't do well in uh, Halo. <laughs> if I'm looking at this, the character is looking up and around very aggressively. I was going to yeah. say, like, mm-hmm. is she going to put an a- push an action button? Eventually? Yeah. No, only is toggle. Eventually going to pull a trigger. See, I can't toggle anything. and push buttons at the same time because both my thumbs want to. This is why it doesn't work for me. <laughs> Oh, boy. But, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, that's going to be very exciting, March 10th. Uh, Speaking of uh, video games that are uh, also cinema, uh, Steven Spielberg apparently has been involved from the beginning in every aspect of the Halo TV series. Hmm. Does that make anybody excited? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I'm down for it, I guess. I mean, that's a big name to be attached to the Halo series. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And that lets me know that it's very serious, and it's already been renewed for season two, and episode one hasn't even dropped yet. I mean, don't get me wrong, and correct me if I'm wrong, actually. Oh, Steven I will. Spielberg is a very talented individual in, eh. the, in oh. the industry. <laughs> no, he is. Just kind of tiny. He's done, bit. though. But what? 
What has Spielberg done? So what was the last thing he's done recently? I mean, oh, I have I, no I, idea. Yeah, I don't know. But what has he done that falls into this particular realm of movie? Like, um, in terms of action? Let me break out the I IMDb. Mean, uh, that, okay, that, that, that's why I said correct me if I'm wrong, because that makes sense now that you said that. War of the Worlds. Okay. It's got aliens in it. Okay. So does Halo. Same thing. Okay. Well, I mean, listen, e. it's e. not Same fair to thing. say just yeah. that, because obviously uh, it's narrative and being able to push a story. I have like not tunnel necessarily vision on doing... the fact that it's a video game, I think. And I'm like, what right. has he done that's like equivalent to turning Jurassic a video game to World, a movie? Camp Cretaceous? Oh, what's that? West Side Story, he just did. Yeah. Uh, Men in Black International, he None did. Of this is oh, that was his? Yep. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was his. Ready Player One was his. Transformers The Last Night was his. Uh, Public Morals, I don't know what that is. I actually kind of like Ready Player One. Uh, let's see. Jurassic World was one of his. Um, so all the Jurassic Transformers, all those were him. I thought some of those were Michael uh, Bay. Men in Black 3. Uh, War Horse, Real Steel was him. Cowboys and Aliens was him. Uh, Darker the Moon. He's done a lot. Super Eight, True Grit, The Pacific. He's got a lot. I'm not gonna get sit here and continue going down. Yeah, no, IMDb, I was just but... thinking of like the last big Spielberg movie because the last one I really remember. Was, sure. I don't even know what it would be. Because Me? I thought Michael Bay directed the uh, Transformer movies. Or am I wrong in that? He's done some of it. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't really matter, but that's exciting. Uh, speaking of Halo, Halo Season 2. I already completed Season 1, Steps 1 through 100, a long time ago. Very exciting, very cool to get new content and complete uh, missions and stuff like that. But um, Halo Season 2 is coming out May 3rd, 2022. I'm interested to see what the theme is on that one because the first one was Heroes of Halo Reach. So now I'm interested to see what the next Halo group is going to be. Oh, that's the TV show? No, no. Oh. That's the actual like seasons, like the downloadable content. Oh, the game. That's what I, was, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What I thought you were talking about, but I was like, not sure. Um, yeah, I, I've been very, very pleased with Halo when it's got stuff to earn and it's got stuff to do. Then it's fun. But during the, the off season for Halo, it's been rough. Yeah. Yeah, and competitive, I don't know why. Competitive was really fun, and then out of nowhere, they tweak some things, and things change, and, and, and competitive was not fun. Well, as soon as they start balancing things, man, that's when games go to shit that's every single time. Very true. Overwatch, um, you just name a game, The Division, you start messing with things, and it just goes downhill. Destiny. Yep. Let it Although be. Destiny's Witch Queen has been a lot of fun. I dove back in to play a little bit of that. Not that. thinking I'm getting into any raids or anything like that, but the story itself and navigating and playing the way that you do, it's been a lot of fun. Witch Queen is uh, as arguably the best DLC they've ever put out since some of the first ones in, t in, uh, in Destiny 1. I saw you playing that. I was like, oh, let me go check to see if it's still in game. And hard no. <laughs> no I'm not paying $40 for that. Nope. Yeah. I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's see where we're sitting here. Let's talk about some TV and movies, uh, before we take our first break of the day, our first and only break, uh, John Cho from the Netflix live action cowboy bebop said the cancellation was shocking. It was just a huge event in my life and it was suddenly over. It took, I put a lot of my life into that. I feel bad for him. Oh, well, see, I haven't, I haven't watched cowboy bebop. The live version yet? Mm -hmm. I still am working my way through the anime. 
did they not just do one season just like the anime and it's over? Um, I, I, I don't know what the plan was, but they put a lot into that show. I was expecting it to get more, but I guess it, they were hoping that the name was going to be more popular. Maybe it didn't get the listenership or the viewership that they wanted. Because I mean, because I watched it and I was, I was like, okay, it's interesting. I, I like it. It wasn't like changing my life, but I did speak to a avid fan of the Cowboy Bebop series, and they were like, it's amazing. It is so good compared to the original. Not, not like compared as in better, but like you compare it shot by shot with the original, and they did a great job. That's what I was, I had heard somewhere that they tried to do. They tried to make it almost like a one for one for the anime. Yeah. Which is why I was surprised that the, when he said that there was going to be a season two, I'm like, the anime is only one season. It's only right. 24, 26 episodes. Maybe they were going to make some original content, and that just didn't work out. Which is why I don't understand why they didn't just shoot it all the way through. Yeah. Speaking of shows that got multiple seasons and, and lost me after season one, The Walking Dead is coming out with a new original series starring two series regulars, Maggie and Negan, in Isle of the Dead coming to AMC in 2023. Wow. They just won't let that uh, horse die, huh? No, that yes. horse has been glue. He's been shipped. He's been put on some kindergarten. I was gonna art say he's he's all over the back all over the world on yeah. kids' noodle art. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> the horses. Yeah. yeah, it's the worst. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. Is this put them, it out of its misery. Is this gonna be a fresh take? I don't know. I mean, even the comics are done. Yeah, I don't. I stopped watching The Walking Dead whenever they met the governor. And even up to before then, I didn't watch it like I was religiously liking it. I was like, I'll put something on TV that I don't care if I fall asleep. And, yeah. And that was The Walking Dead. I stopped the comics after they reached uh, the free city or the city with the wall around it. Yeah. That's where so. the governor was. I think it's, oh, no, it's after the, the governor's, governor's after oh, in the prison. Governor's in the prison. Yeah, that's oh. where the prison oh, oh, was. Oh, oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. After that, I think. I don't even remember that well. Yeah, that's. I literally think that's exactly where I stopped was right in that same realm of show. Yeah. yeah. Or episodes. Um, but anyway, uh, that was exciting. I like oh, oh, I forgot a piece dead. of uh, uh, video game news. Let me go back and talk about this before we move forward. I forgot, and this one was kind of exciting. I think you might like it. Uh, the creators behind The Expanse and Wheel of Time are attached to a God of War live-action adaptation. Uh, is that a TV show? or God of War? A TV show? It will be, yes. I have never played... Any of the video games. This has received uh, the most recent one they're calling is the best game ever, but PlayStation guys always say that. Yeah, they do. Um, everything for PlayStation is the best thing ever. So, guys, come on. Playing the uh, playing uh, the Last of Us right now. That game is mid as fuck. Really? Mid as fuck. I enjoyed it. This one really enjoyed watching it, but I don't know. Uh, I thought God of War, that's a big property to be coming out. That's one that's going to be real easy for y'all to screw up. Yep. That is going to have to be, if you want to make it to scale like the actual God of War game, you better be bloody, you better be gory, you better have huge scales, you better have like immense fights, yeah. and you better really bring it if you're going to use the name Kratos and really try to bring that to uh, to fruition. Because if you don't, you're better off doing a God of War anime yeah. instead of live action. I do like watching the little uh, clips pop up on Facebook of yeah. God of War. Oh. Those things are definitely entertaining. I'm very much enjoying watching Elden Ring clips uh, online, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go pick that up. I've been debating it, man. You know, buddy just talking about it today. He's like, did you get it yet? And I'm like, I don't know, man. As 
I'm not a glutton for punishment like that. I don't know if I can do that. That's what I was thinking. The game looks absolutely beautiful. It does. There's plenty of stuff to do. But I watched one of my really good friends, Nick Cornelius, play the other night. He was going in an area, and a dragon suddenly appeared in front of him. And I was like, oh, God. And son of a bitch, he beat the dragon while I was watching, and I was hyped with him. I was like, this is cool. And then he ran to another section, and there was just a wolf standing in the middle of the field, and he turned and ran away. I commented, <laughs> I was like, yo, you're going to square up with the dragon, but you're going to leave the wolf? And he was like, I'll go fight him, but you got to see. And then the wolf proceeded to just beat the brakes off of him. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, damn, the ice wolf is is more dangerous than the dragon? Yeah. But that kind of stuff is it's just frustrating. It would yeah, it, it would drive me crazy. Yeah. But anyway. And I got too um, much going on right now. Yeah, right, right. Too many games um, so on to uh, more movie news. There is a prequel for Mad Max coming out called Mad Max Furiosa. Did you ever watch Fury Road? No, I have not. One of the greatest movies you should really watch. It, it really is good. I really wanted to watch it. I just never sit down and do it. Yeah, that movie is one. intense. Yeah, it's, it, it it's, is uh, intense. It's really, really good. Uh, but they've signed a leading man to play the villain in Mad Max Furiosa. He's one of the Avengers. Is it? Uh, what's his freaking? What's his store's real name again? Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. That's my guess. I already saw. It is and Chris I'm down, Hemsworth. Down, down, oh. down for this. Because he's Australian, mate. Yeah. No, he's not Australian. He's from New Zealand. I don't know what, you, what they call themselves. But anyway, he's he's definitely, he could fit the part easily. Yeah. He could have played Mad Max easily. He could have played Max Rockatansky. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're looking about a post-apocalyptic hard ass, I'm like, it's definitely. For like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. see Mark Ruffalo out there looking kind of confused. <laughs> Being like, ah, guys. Uh... Anyway. Um, speaking of villains, Jason Momoa has confirmed he's the villain in Fast and Furious 10. When they go to space. Says, I'm playing a bad boy. It's going to be a lot of fun. A very flamboyant bad boy. What? And I'm like, okay, you're a Pacific Islander flamboyant bad boy in space. They went to space in nine. Oh, oh they actually did go to space. You're right. I was making So I think this one is going to be more grounded. I don't know. But now the fast crew knows everybody and every manner of government and they know, you know, all kinds of people in high places. So it's hard to believe that Jason Momoa or any of these other villains are somehow unknown to the rest of the world. But now, whatever. Hear me out. We need to have a cage match with The Rock, Jason Momoa, and John Cena. And Vin In Diesel. the middle of it. No, we don't need Vin Diesel. In the middle of it. My money in that fight is actually going to be on Jason Momoa. Money's on the rock. Uh, I think Momoa has more functional strength. I think he's faster. I don't think he's stronger than either one of them, but I feel like Momoa could beat the brakes off of both those guys. Listen, the people's champ. How are they going to fight matches. John Cena? Nobody can see him. That's true. I just saw a thing the other day where someone put out outline of a uh, tattoo of john cena and then wiped it off and it was just gone <laughs> i was like that is the best tattoo that that's awesome amazing uh so yeah I, I don't know how he's gonna play but I, I would watch that cage match as well but still my money's on Momoa. um and avatar 2 is on track to release this year 2022 that's another one you said would never even come to the silver screen i didn't say it wouldn't come to the silver screen i said why why did you see the first one? Yeah, twenty years ago. Yeah, 
Now they're going to have kids. They're going to be older. There's going to be more stuff going on. I'm so down. Wild and crazy. I think it's going to be amazing. The only thing that needs to happen in this is Michelle Rodriguez needs to come back from the dead. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't see her die. Fair. You don't see her die. This movie has Michelle Rodriguez in it. You just see the helicopter go down. You do not see Letty die. Letty from. Uh, uh, okay that being said let's actually take a break and then we're going to come back and talk about some marvel stuff and then our uh subject matter for the day the vox machina series be back shortly every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in at u.s border patrol protecting our borders is more than a job it's a calling Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, here at the Alter Ego Podcast. We're here to talk about all your favorite pop culture news and educate you on the world of Marvel Cinema. You sound like that guy from Parks and Rec. What does he say? Thoughts for thoughts your thoughts. Thoughts for your thoughts. <laughs> well, they are lesbians. Wow. That's yeah. one of my favorite shows. He goes, <laughs> we're going to listen to the African lesbian flute players from Tanzania. <laughs> and then it's so weird thing. And they're like, this is hard to listen to. He goes, yes, it's quite bad, but it's they are lesbians. What I've never seen an episode of Parks and Rec. What and now you want means? to. Nah, I don't even know if I've seen <laughs> Anyway, it's Craven funny. the Hunter. Let's talk about Craven the Hunter, the famous rogues gallery villain for Spider-Man who, who hunts all the dangerous game and decides he wants to hunt Spiderman. I'm just going to um, call him Van Pelt from now on. There you go. There you go. They cast West Side Story actress Ariana Dubois, Dubois. as Calypso. I don't know who Calypso is. Uh, and then they also signed on Alessandro Nivola as the vil- the villain in Craven the Hunter. Explain this to me. I don't know much about Craven, but I, I can I can get behind anti-hero. But now he's the hero of the show. I don't know. I've never seen a story arc where Craven was the good guy. I'm not gonna lie, a guy who hunts things just isn't may not be a bad guy. I mean, doesn't everybody kind of start out as a good guy? Wouldn't we hope? We would hope, yeah, but then there's people like Carnage. Oh, uh, yeah. That's the point. first name that popped to my mind. Like, <laughs> good point. He's never good. Yeah. Nice retort. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm ex- I, I'm interested to see, I know Aaron Taylor Johnson signed on to play the lead role, but 
you know, you look at some of these comic book characters and they're like, that doesn't really, uh, those two don't, don't speak to me. Like when I see an image of Craven from the comics, Aaron Taylor Johnson's not what, what jumps to my head. Now, to be fair, to be fair, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson crushes most of the things he's in. He does a great job. He's a great actor. But I don't know. I, was Aaron, what do we think about Taylor these? I mean, Johnson. we've also got Morbius, who is an antihero, but he's also the hero of his movie. So are all the Sinister Six going to be good guys in their movie and then all of a sudden be in a Sinister Six movie and hate Spider-Man and be a bad guy? I don't know. I don't know either. And I've got to say, if I'm Craven, I'm like, okay, yeah, Spider-Man, He's I, I could hunt Spider-Man for sure. But then I see Morbius, I go, I could definitely hunt this guy. The living vampire, he sucks people's blood. Why wouldn't I hunt him? Or Venom? Yeah, I'd definitely hunt that guy. I thought Morbius and Venom were the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, jeez. You'll just be in growth. Um, but anyway, that's, that's I, I don't know. I want to see a trailer. I want to see some more from it. But uh, the casting is seemingly going very well. Um, and I assume we are a long way off from seeing any sort of footage from Craven. And yeah. if it goes yeah. the Morbius route, it'll be six years before we see an actual yeah. movie. It'll probably still be out before Blade, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I bet you Blade is out before the Sinister Six movie. I'm already taking your dollar, so. My, you are not touching my dollar. I'm getting your dollar. You better frame it if you do get a dollar. Of mine. Um, okay, so Moon Knight got another poster. They're showing, like, the slick Moon Knight as well when he's wearing the all-white suit. It looks so clean. Ugh, that series has got to be coming out really soon, right? One would hope. I mean, it looks like it. We've got full trailers that played during the Super Bowl. It's got to be any day now. Doesn't, isn't there a date? Oh, right that's there right. Here? March 30th. I was going to say, there's a date. Don't act like you don't know. Why are you ruining the king of the second? Because I can see your notes. Don't Jeez. put them right there on the big screen next time. Speaking of Disney <laughs> Plus series, Mark Ruffalo has high praise for the She-Hulk, Tatiana Maslany, who... I've said a thousand times, I'm super excited to see her play She-Hulk. Same time. Uh, he says, Tatiana Maslany is freaking legendary as the She-Hulk. I'm passing the banner. He's <laughs> <laughs> passing the banner. Ooh, see what you did there. Because he's Bruce Banner. See what you're doing there, Bruce. Onto her. There are some really good, funny, cool, long, long scenes between her and Professor Hulk. Nice. We've never really seen the Hulk interact with people the way he does in that show, which is true. I mean, how much interaction with with Professor Hulk or, or Hulk, for that matter, have we really seen other than Not Thor Ragnarok and a little bit in uh, Endgame? I mean, if I had anger problems, I certainly wouldn't want to talk to people either. <laughs> he's good in, in, uh, in that when he's angry Hulk. I, when he was Professor Hulk, I was kind of like, okay. I, I would love to see an enormous green rage monster that goes out and rips everybody apart. But at the same time, this is new. I like it. I'll see it. So uh, do we think we deal with some rage issues from Professor Hulk? Um, do we think we see a fringe of an actual angry world breaker Hulk come back? We'll see. I mean, uh, I think he's kind of got his shit together at this point. I mean, after what he went through Endgame, they've got it. I mean, what silliness is going to happen that's going to set him off? I mean, we did see at the end of Shang-Chi an actual Bruce Banner with an arm cast on talking to uh, yeah. Shang-Chi. And right. we saw him talking with Captain Marvel. So obviously he's not permanently Professor Hulk. Yeah. So uh, I think the monster's still in there too. 
No, it's I mean, it's got to be, right? I mean, yeah. but it, it matter if we, if we see it in She-Hulk or not, I don't know. Right. Um. So speaking of shows and, and Marvel and Kevin Feige, Keanu Reeves has confirmed he's met with Kevin Feige and wants to do something with Marvel. He's going to be a big and, name. And uh, our friend Rhino from the First Person podcast says he's called it, obviously he's being sarcastic, that he's going to be Silver Surfer. I'm pretty sure we too. called that. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody has said, yeah, that's a big enough scale character. That is a good enough character that he could play and it would be easy for him to play. So if this has already been cast and we've already talked about it, I blame the baby brain. But Adam Warlock? I don't know if he meets an Adam Warlock, why? but Adam Warlock has already been cast. That's what I'm the saying. Only, I couldn't remember if he was cast or not, but why was. wouldn't he fit an Adam Warlock? The only other person I could see him playing or I'd want him to play would be Frank Castle. Yeah. 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 But I feel like that's too close to home with John Wick. Exactly. That's too close to home. He's going to play something he different. He didn't care in the Matrix when he yeah. picked up John Wick. Hey, he doesn't all that time training just to make a few John Wick movies. No, because... <laughs> no. No, because Frank Castle and John Wick are both out for blood, and then there's. Well, we also have Matrix the news is very we different. talked about last week with John Bernthal's Punisher coming to Disney Plus. Yeah, so we already and know them if they're going to re up Charlie Cox, they're going to re up John Bernthal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's funny because me and a buddy were talking about this the other day. I don't know. You know who is famously absent from all the promo videos of the Netflix shows coming to Disney Plus? Tell us. Iron Fist. Oh, thank goodness. He's not even in the previews. That's because nobody liked him. They're all, nobody liked him. He <laughs> was, was terrible. The and the about. guy didn't... This is a rumor. I wasn't there. He didn't want to do the kung fu and the, the fighting and the physicality. Why would you sign on to play Iron Fist? That would be the sole reason. Why Bro, you know kung fu? you're going to be on Netflix. I, I don't care about all that. Yeah, that's dumb. They, I, I, when they told me that, I'd be like, hey, listen, it has been said that the dragon warrior can survive off of the dew from a single ginkgo leaf in the energy of the universe. Strap the yellow bandana on me. I'm ready to go. See, I'm opposite. Just wait till that check cashes, bro. I'll do all the kung fu you want me to. <laughs> I mean, sure. We're on the same page here. Yeah. yeah. We want to do the kung fu. Jack will just put on the bandana before the like, check is cast. Hey, can I, I be the beer belly double? iron fist? Come on. I can do this all day. <laughs> you can't say that. Uh, I'm, I am Asgard. No, you can't say that either. <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm hangry. No. <laughs> no, you got to do it. In- so I'm, I'm, I'm from the Widow Academy. I just Can I just fight this guy? <laughs> in true Randy Marsh style. I ain't hear no bell. I ain't hear no bell. You're the best around. That's how it's got to go down. Yeah, that would be it. Who are some deep, dark villains that we haven't seen in in the MCU yet? In the MCU proper? Yeah. Magneto. Uh, Doctor Doom. Mm -mm. Mr. Sinister. Ooh. 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 Such a good one. And he's been teased. He's been teased in New Mutants. Just trying to think of what else Keanu Reeves could play. Uh, he would do a really good voice for Mr. Sinister, but I don't know. Yeah, don't that's know. what I was thinking, too. He definitely... You, but Mr. Sinister needs somebody movie. like John Hamm. Yes. Who's got a good physical big yeah. presence. Yeah. Uh, but Adam Warlock, he's already been cast, and he's not a bad guy, necessarily. 
Um, I mean, Ghost I could maybe see. There is rumors of him as Ghost Rider, but everybody who's anybody wants to be some of these big properties anymore. So it's kind of hard. You know who he could be? Black Bolt from the Inhumans. Okay. Okay. He doesn't even need to say anything. He could be a very physical actor. And, and a Black physical Bolt presence. is one of the most powerful Marvel characters in existence. Yeah. So I would definitely deal with a tortured, quiet Keanu Reeves. And to not have to like memorize any lines and just have to feel the feels of the moment. I mean, yeah. that would be. Maybe I'll cash that check. Nothing has ever disappointed me more than looking at the Inhumans trailer and seeing Black Bolt come to Earth and get bumped into by a taxi and to go, oh, and it show it like moving a car or something. I'm like, you guys are making Black Bolt look like the most beta male crap superhero of all time yeah dumb we need a black bolt that people are like uh don't don't ask him any questions because god forbid he might answer because if he sneezes we're all dead hey is uh kevin feige is he straight contracted for just marvel feige no i I mean he is owned but he he doesn't own it but he's the top guy at marvel a plot twist uh what's his face keanu met with him for making a constantine too Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Not even playing a Marvel character. I, mean, I would love to see Constantine too. Anyway, let's let's move on. Uh Matt Reeves, director of the Batman, said he would be lost doing an MCU movie. I have so much respect for Feige and all the filmmakers uh, out there, but to be honest with you, I've if I have to come into something that's already set too firmly, then I wouldn't I'd get lost. And I don't think they'd be happy with me either. And I got to agree with him. I would too. I mean, listen. Uh, Was he supposed to come over and help? No, but naturally you're making a big blockbuster. They're going to say, what do you think about your competition? And he probably was just like, yeah, no, he's, he's good where he is. But speaking of, um, you mean the movie that he made that wasn't that good. (laughs) See you next (laughs) week, buddy. Um, I'll be here. Patrick Stewart finally confirms publicly that he is in Dr. Strange too. We know, Patrick. Nobody's faking your voice, buddy. Yeah, not a chance. Although they could have probably taken one of his billion lines from Star Trek Next Generation and thrown that in there, but I still, we all knew that was him. You don't roll up with a bald head and and sound like him and not be Professor X. Uh, But uh, speaking of Feige and him talking to all these people, all these things going, he had some nice words for Mr. Benedict Cumberbatch, who recently got his star on Hollywood's Walk of Fame. Nice. He said that Doctor Strange is the anchor of the MCU. And now that I look back at it, I'm like, oh my God, he kind of is. He's going to be in so many different properties. He was already in his own solo movie. He was in Thor 2. He um, was in, obviously, Spider-Man now, connecting that whole universe. He was in Endgame. And now he's about to have Multiverse of Madness bringing in so many other properties. He clearly is the anchor. And he was the anchor in Marvel's What If, too. Doctor Strange. I say, did they actually give him a star? They should have gave him oh, a cape. They, <laughs> the cloak of levitation. Yeah. Uh, they said he said, You deserve this honor for being the first, the best, the greatest, and the only Doctor Strange. Let's hear it up for Benedict Cumberbatch, huh? Shall we? Only until he decides he's done with it and breaks our hearts and leaves to go do nothing. Oh my god, here's my idea. Mr. Sinister, Henry Cavill. Oh, I like it. You like it? He's got the build. He's got the size. He's got the acting chops. And he's all about it. I know to be all about it. Uh, he's he's the nerd prince. He loves Warhammer. He's been Geralt of Revere. He's a big PC gamer. 
He played Superman. I mean, come on. What more do you want? That would solidify him, and and Carl Urban will forever be the prince. Wow. I could also see him playing the Silver Surfer, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me as well. I could Although see I him. don't think he's that muscular. Who? Henry Silver Cavill. Surfer. Okay. Are Silver you Surfer. joking? Come on. I felt like that was, that should have been an obvious. We were all that just like, what? Well, I and like, then Silver Surfer. He makes big people look not big. Yeah, yeah he does. Cavill's huge. Like shredded. His yeah. thighs are like as big as my waist. Right. He, this is, I just imagine Groot see him go, I am Groot. Yeah. yeah. Like, and Rocket being like, yeah, dude, huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he does not miss uh, the gym at no. all. No, not a single day. I love leg how nice arms, he is too. He's like, I've just gone for a run. Wanted to get some cardio up and get out here in the woods. And, and uh, I hope you guys do it too. I'm like, Henry, now I'm going to nobody's out here doing it like you, games. homie. Yeah. And eat, and, a a of, yeah. <laughs> eat a raw chicken. Eat a raw chicken. And play uh, yes. World of Warcraft. And strangle a live anaconda <laughs> that's been starved for four days. <laughs> oh, anyway, boy. let's talk about our subject matter, shall we? That's all I got for news. That's it. Let's, let's talk about, about it. some Vox Machina that we have been talking about forever, Ooh. Megan and I. We have talked to you about it. Mm. We, we talked about it in our Dungeons and Dragons episode where we played the one shot. Mm. We have been so hyped. They had the biggest Kickstarter in history um, for a TV show. They've already, uh, I think, been signed on for more than one season yeah, with what I think they've like done. Three and, four seasons. and this was not something I think the world that didn't know and hadn't watched. God knows how many hours of Dungeons and Dragons knew anything about. You clearly knew nothing about it. Nope. And I only have one disappointment about it, so I'm going to get it out of the way now. Okay. I'm, I'm very disappointed that this shit was only 12 episodes. Yes. <laughs> only a half an hour long. Okay, mind yeah. you, mind you, there is... Put on my motherfucking breeds! <laughs> Bro, that show is oh. amazing. So, for those that don't know what Vox Machina really is based on, and if you have or have not seen it and Let me don't just know go that. ahead and say, Ryan and I can take the headphones off and walk out, and Megan's got an I'm just hour gonna, of content this. for you. I got this, but no. So... This group of voice uh, wait, actors. Wait, wait, wait. Full spoilers? Once we get into yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, we'll tell. We'll we'll get into that. We're trying to space these things out for you guys so you have time to watch it before we yeah, get yeah, into yeah. the spoilers. They moved up the release date to like a last Thursday or Wednesday or whatever it was in January. So, I mean, you guys have plenty of, definitely plenty of time to watch it. We will give a quick, we're going to d- dive into spoilers. But what it really is based on is there is a group of voice actors called Critical Role that, and we've talked about them before too, that play Dungeons and Dragons and stream it on Twitch. Twitch. And basically, it's like a live podcast, but it's all these folks. Yeah, were they're literally all sitting. Yeah, they're all voice actors that were playing a home game together. Yep. And one of the guys who's a genius, Travis Willingham, is the one who said, "Dude, we should stream this yep. for people to watch." And then naturally, they came on. And enthusiasts of Dungeons and Dragons were the first people that were like, "Oh, this is cool, D and D." And then more and more people started getting into it, yep. and it became kind of a popular and the, thing. The production got better and better and better as time went on. They've mm-hmm. all played. All of them pretty much have played pretty large characters in the voice acting world like Travis Willingham plays Thor yep. you have um Taliesin Jaffe that plays well Matthew Mercer plays Cole Cassidy Cole Cassidy slash, slash McCree, uh, Jesse McCree um from Overwatch 
There's he's a, also in tons of things. Tallison yeah. plays. He you, played the Flash, the Flash in Justice too. But Justice Liam O'Brien. Yeah, Liam O'Brien. Laura, Laura, Laura Bailey. Laura Bailey. Laura Bailey's huge. She's my favorite uh, of the cast. Yeah, for sure. But the this show is based is an animated show based on their very first campaign that Critical Role ever put out in podcast, and it's the Legends of Vox Machina. So that's why that's what it's called. Their group was called Vox Machina in this Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Mm-hmm. So it's an animated series really they put it out and they were like we're going to do an animated show we're going to do a kickstarter for it so that we can build the funds to make it in a matter of like days they nearly tripled their kickstarter goal so it went from like we're going to have one season of like eight episodes to now we've got enough money to probably make this into a three or four season series and the kickstarter to my knowledge is still going or they're planning on doing more because they want to keep the series going i think they're not all millionaires you know what i mean the kickstarter is officially done but now they don't need a kickstarter because they got that bezos money yes they do because it is on amazon prime so you're you're able to watch it there on amazon um prime video or whatever so that's where it is. So and go I watch it. Want to interject because uh, when I actually started, to, when you guys were explaining it to me, and I went to go watch it, as you said, it's based on a campaign. Yeah, it's not like them just talking over and doing. No. it. it's its own just animated. They thing. are so basically. This is what, and this is how I interpret it. This is what you see in your imagination yeah. when you're playing D and D. Yes. Right. Sure, the minutiae details are worked out by you, the DM, the other people, but the way it actually looks and what's happening in front of you, you can attest to this now that you've actually played. Yeah. This is how you see it when you're playing. Yes. Yeah, see, then it's was... just in much slower motion because everybody takes turns and everybody's talking and all this other stuff. So it's literally you're just watching what happened during the campaign happen in animation, and it's incredible. Yeah, because yeah. I was waiting for them to start rolling for this and doing that, and nope. I'm like, oh, no, it's just a show. Okay, I'm yep. even more here for it yep and then it just started going it was like it sounds like friends that are just talking it i fucking loved it yeah so i i think i know but i want to ask you who your favorite member of vox machina is <laughs> oh man i i think i know and I i'm gonna I say i'm gonna it's, make a guess i'm gonna say that you're a big grog fan yeah, i was gonna say it's literally the grog or scanlin yes I, that was going to be my two guesses. Grog, when they're like, we forgot our ticket. Come here, fuck stick. And he just picks the guy up. I was like, that's a Ryan moment yes. right there. <laughs> that yeah. show is so great. And he has he has kind of like, although it's a little bit lighter than Scanlan, he has kind of that, the clap them cheeks sort of personality. See, that's why I like Scanlan, because Scanlan was trying to clap yeah. all the cheeks. But it's In like, the beginning. But, but it's like when Scanlan was doing that magic that he was like shape-shifting or whatever, yeah. and Grog's <laughs> like... turns into a woman. <laughs> and then he's like... What did he say? That's incredible. And I'm oddly turned on or something like that. I don't remember. But I was like, that's hilarious. That's very. Yeah. The, yeah. The, it's, so it's clearly like friends and you can get that vibe from the characters in the show that all the people who are playing these are really good friends. Yeah. yeah. And they tell just a, a true, truly just a sliver of the whole story. Yeah. So like. They they show what's called the Briarwood arc, and the Briarwood are, are uh, Lord and Lady Briarwood who are over Whitestone, and they have overthrown one of the main characters' families, and it is their journey. Are we spoiling the learning, or are you, are you just? I thought we did a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Did well, we not? I but, mean, um, you're kind of cliff noting right now, anyway, but yeah, we're gonna get into it. It's so. their 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 struggles against the Briarwoods. Mm-hmm. And all of this stuff happened over God knows how many four-hour episodes that I have watched every single second of. Yeah. So 
to me, watching some of those moments again unfold was just like, oh my God, I remember this. I remember how, and they drops hints that I didn't pick up watching it then, but it actually happened. And I'm like, oh my God, they're leading towards XYZ thing happening. And then God knows the end. The end, you're just like, uh, they're not stopping there. No. Yeah, I was a little mad when they did. Like, yeah, but that's a big, so that, that's a very big part of the campaign. Huge. It happens just like that. So Huge. It's, he told me, because I, I, I don't think I listened to the entire Vox Machina actual Critical Role series. I've read the comics and all that. And I'm currently reading the comics. So I'm kind of caught up on a lot of the stuff that's happening. But when he told me what happens next, I was like, Oh shit. You guys thought the briar woods were brutal. You thought people were dying when the briar woods were around. Y'all thought Whitestone was bad. Let's say like you're watching uh kindergarten cop and thinking that, Oh, the next one's going to be cute. And the next one that you get is like Hannibal. Mm. So, like, this is mature content for in every aspect. Oh, yeah. There's definitely, like, tits and ass in it, too. So Yeah. There's shit. They were one gnome away from having a bush. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was pretty damn good. And it's, it, 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 it is able to capture definitely humor. Humor is definitely mm. not a weak point there. No. No. Action, 100%. Yeah. Role play and in the the character development of everybody, yes. it's all there. And to imagine that this came from seven people's brains, yeah, that's what's crazy about watching it. Not even more so knowing that it was an actual campaign that they played. Mm -hmm. yep. I thought it was just something that they thought nope. of and then just let's do this. Nope, it was nope. literally like 140 right. episodes of four hour <laughs> sit down sessions of playing D&D that's turned into. So it's like it's crazy. And it's like the way that they enveloped these characters yeah. as the actual actors because it's so different seeing them. It would be like if we, if you got to watch the round table script read of yeah. everything that you've ever enjoyed and then you get to see it on the big screen. It's like they just totally adapt these these animated characters and the things that they do and say and obviously they're the ones voicing their own characters so that helps a lot but it's like it just it was so well done like and every very single impressed. one of the I'm cast members are executive producers Why? on the show now if you say there's 140 hours at four hours a piece and i only got 30 12 minute I yeah. mean, 12 episodes well mind Come you like on, he guys. said though i mean you've been in a combat situation though so it's like think about it in that game or in the animated series right there might be of that 30 minutes you might have a 10 or 15 minute encounter that they're dealing with that True. took that entire four hours oh, yeah. so it's like when you're actually table out you know out table talking that sort of stuff it takes a ridiculous amount of time longer so, I mean, obviously there's more series in, or uh, seasons to come. So hopefully we'll get a lot more of the juicy stuff. And when Silas Briarwood brought out that sword that has a name mm -hmm. and a massive story behind it, I shrieked like a little girl. He did. Sitting Literally, on the couch. that's not even an understatement. I had a feeling that it was going to do something. And the fact that Grog's like, oh, I'm going to take this. Doop -a -doop -a -doop. Yep. And that is bad news bears. But, yes. but you know, every single character got their moment to shine. Although mm -hmm. I will say the Briarwood arc clearly leans towards Percival. Yep. Because that's his home. That's his thing. But I mean, and I, and everybody's also, gonna get their time to shine. But each one of them definitely got their time to shine. I think Keyleth definitely we saw a lot out of her as well because 
of her. What is it called? And I should know this because I play a druid in our weekly game. The to where Ashari? She, the, not the Ashari, but the thing she has to do in order to like be worthy. Oh, There's a she name just has for to, it. I don't know, but she has to go on a quest. It's yeah, you know, kind of like a rumspring of her druids. Basically confirm that she's worthy and it. she does that in this season. And it's pretty incredible to watch her grow just through the episode. That was the only thing I saw coming. I was like, she's going to come back. She's going to be powerful as shit. I already, mm-hmm. no, I already see that. know that arc. So in terms of voice actors and voice actresses, that character is the only one that doesn't have major voice Mm-mm. acting roles or really have any yep. major role currently. Now she's obviously an icon because everybody knows her as yep. Keyleth and knows all this stuff. And she's obviously she's, done this she's show. She's done some voice stuff, but, but she's Matt Mercer's wife. I was that plays so with them. proud of like the way they showed her mm-hmm. and how badass and how good she did oh. as that character. I was like, damn. Yeah. You've earned your stripes there. Marisha Ray. Yeah. You kicked so much ass playing her. Yeah. But it, nobody, I mean, nobody, dis- there's nobody not an episode disappointed. that disappointed mm-hmm. me. There's not a, a, a part of a show that just, dis- that, you know, no performance that disappointed nope. me. Everything about it to me was just so freaking perfect. The only thing I could see people having a gripe about it is not knowing about D and D and not doing the background, which they explain a lot of it to you. You haven't and seen you a single ounce of critical role or anything and you loved it. Yeah. And I didn't really need it. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that was Percival's, uh, I wish they would have let him keep that demon in him. I kind of wanted to see that develop the whole black smoke thing. Yeah, yeah that that would be crazy done. if they did that. Yeah, yeah. that would be. <laughs> that would be really weird if they that were. Would be weird. Yeah. We're not done with it. That yeah. would be. Uh, I really. Whoops, a daisy. <laughs> yeah, I, I really I had a feeling like it coming into play again. So I really like the um, the brotherly sisterly love with Vax and Vex. Yeah, because it's like the whole time they're just like screw you piss off like all this stuff and then near the end they're going through some shit and then she just grabs him and gives him this big ass hug and i was i was sobbing like i i, I ain't gonna lie they kind of gave me those uh what is it from uh game of thrones the Ew, oh boy the lannister no. vibes yeah, they gave me lannister vibes no. I don't know. <laughs> so like, can we give a well it's i don't they'll, almost they'll, no you can't give anything almost uh, like the scarface well, I mean, kind of vibe where she's mad that he likes the girl but like no one can it's like it's just weird to me yeah but it's it was, obvious it was a little that bit weird i'm waiting for one of them to get stuck in there her to get stuck in a laundry thing well come on brother Step brother, oh, Jesus Stop Christ! It. You know it's I'm obvious stuck. that Vaxeldon. I don't know about all that. It's obvious that Vaxeldon and Keyleth become a thing, or at least there's something happening there. It's hinted to. It's hinted to. I mean, and there might be uh, there might be others. Yeah, he did. The group. He, yeah, he came out of there. He got he shot, shot down shot. hard, She's and like, she matumbled the shit out of his time. ass. No, 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 <laughs> no not no, today. No, no. <laughs> she, Tim Duncan, licked her finger and smacked <laughs> that ball into the crowd. But I mean, she ain't wrong. It's no, she was a hundred percent right. But no, there might he was be also right. He thought he was about to die. At least he wanted to let her know. There might be some other. Move. There might be some other love stuff oh, that goes on in yeah. that group. So I'm just saying. Oh like, god! You know what? Am I about to get eaten by a zombie? No, just want but, you to know, I love you. But it's also yeah. Vex and Percy really have some sweet. tender moments too. Yeah, you could tell they like each other. Yeah. yeah. She punches him in the shoulder. Yeah. yeah, that's cute. And not to put the cart before the horse, but I. Am also incredibly stoked for when not to rush Vox Machina, but I want to see this shit for the Mighty Nine. Oh which yeah, is the second campaign that this group does, and oh my god, it gets wet and wild, and I could only imagine how fucking crazy that series is going to be in animation. This, this group just has 
I don't know if they could outlive the production of all the stuff they're going to want to do. That's what I'm thinking. Too. I literally was just thinking that. I was like, I don't know if they could live long enough to do that. Because they're doing <laughs> campaign three right now. And now I can't help but see it in the animated style of what they've done. Yep. and been like, ooh, this is going to be a beast when they animate it. Yep. So either they need to speed it up or... <laughs> Because yeah. I want to see this shit. They're just voice acting all the time. That's it. They're just they're gonna be guys. I'll volunteer. I'll play whatever role you want me you to play. You could do. You could do uh, Ford. Oh yeah. From Mighty Nine. Yeah. For you could sure. do Grog too. I know, but nobody could do Grog like Travis. No. Come Ooh. here, fuck sting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Make me a sandwich. Know each Make other? me a sandwich. Yeah. Oh, forgot my pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot my drawers. Drawers. <laughs> yeah, Is Captain Winky still there? Winky. <laughs> Him and Pike too, like yeah. their their relationship is so adorable. Like just yeah. their brotherly. Obviously, they're not related, but their brotherly sister love to where like they, you know, I don't remember the backstory of what, how they became. Uh, I can't talk about the backstory of why they became because they're absolutely going, going to, to have yeah. to cover it in season. But two. they, when they met the rest of the group, they had already known each other for a very long for time. a very long time. So they were friends for a very long time prior to this group actually coming then, together. So it's just, it's really cute. And then you've yeah. got my man Scanlan. Ugh. I like Scanlan. He's a captain. Who is Love. just out there in the world in every possible yeah. way. He, it, it, he is the definition of living out loud. Yeah. He is probably one of the most iconic bards now of all time. Especially him doing his his fucking guitar his solo. Beads of love. Oh, the heavy metal guitar to solo keep, to keep Scanlan's hand. You know, hand. I was hyped on that. <laughs> Which Scanlan's hand is actually a spell in D and D called Bigby's hand, but they changed it to Scanlan's hand for the show. And he and every time he cast it, he would always be like, "I'm going to cast Bigby's hand." Yeah, it, yeah. And so now that turned into Scanlan's hand, which I love. But just but, the fact that, like, when he was fighting that big guy and he turns it into a middle finger and just like, <laughs> yeah. and then it disappears and he falls. Yeah. <laughs> That's just so funny. I just, uh, I think there's so much more they're going to do oh, with this show. There's no doubt. I'm waiting for the DVDs com to come out because I will buy physical copies of this. I think that's a thing for. Yeah, I it mean, is. You think Amazon doesn't like making money? That's true. They oh, are going yeah, to put out a DVD for people to buy, and we will be those people. Is that a thing still? Like, is Invincible coming out hard. of the DVD? I know a lot of, we were looking for something on uh, Netflix to get on DVD because my uh, in-laws, that where they live, they're in the middle of nowhere, mm -hmm. so they don't have internet like that. So they started watching the show and wanted to watch it. We couldn't find it on Netflix. It's Big Mouth. But we mm. could not find it on DVD. They don't, they don't make it. It's strictly streaming. Strictly well, streaming. some of them are like that, but this one is is Amazon. I don't think they're going to do that. I think Jeffrey it's Bezos. Be so much. Jeff Bezos is like that shit. song has been in my head since we started Put mentioning back Amazon. Into it. <laughs> He's like, pack that shit up and get to the doors in two days. Let's go. Uh huh. So, uh, yeah, I I don't think we can. Wow, hold on a second. This is two weeks in a row. That you've liked the content that we I was brought to the table. Gonna shit on, on that fucking, next week, though. Like you guys are on a fucking roll here. We're on a tear, yeah. two for two. I was like, yeah. And then I know I'm probably gonna ruin it next week. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that for that sure. streak is is two and done. Yep. Spoiler <laughs> alerts for next week. <laughs> Ain't no there spoiler. There is no spoiler alert. You've been Batman's freaking out loud about this. Batman oh. is mid as fuck for me. But uh, anyway, Amazon okay. Prime. We're going to have a discussion about yeah, that. Yeah, we will. And I'm not even going to lie. I don't think it was necessarily the movie. More of my Batman fatigue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's more so what it that is. That was probably it. 
So watching it the second time, it hits it did, very it, differently. It does hit differently. And I, I, I reinforced and liked more uh, the fact that I was watching it much earlier in the day and yes. was able to be home by nine o'clock yes <laughs> as opposed to, to starting that movie at 11 30 and literally <laughs> watching my watch like i yeah. i want i want to keep watching but i want this to be over yeah and it's funny yeah. one of my buddies <laughs> like, was like it didn't feel like a two-hour movie i was like are you serious yeah. i felt every it was three hours of them three hours movies bro like that three hour yeah. movie bro and it felt like a three hour movie i'm just like please be over <laughs> So anyway, Vox Machina. You were ready to go home. Amazon oh, Prime. Definitely check out Critical Role on the YouTubes. Campaign 1, Campaign 2, I'm Exandria not even lie. I might actually go campaign through three. Now. You, should. you should. You can you listen like to it. You like podcasts. You should. You can listen to it or you can literally watch it on YouTube and watch them all interact with each other. So you could do both. I kind of want to just listen to it so yeah. it sounds like just a TV show. But it took us a long time to get through both of those because it's a lot of hours. I actually, now that I think about it, I have not even gotten to the Vecna arc, which is the big bad. I am in the middle of the Corvus Conclave, which so is the dragons flying in. So I got to get caught up. Oh shit! I'm caught up on then. campaign two. All the way oh. through. First episode to the last episode. Campaign same, same, three, same. all the way caught up. Sorry, babe. I'll watch it again with you. you. Son but of a bitch. campaign one, let's fucking go. Are you serious? It's my birthday. It's not. <laughs> your birthday is Wednesday. It is Monday. I even not said. Not when it comes to D&D. It's not your birthday. How dare you? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for sticking with us. We really hope you check out Vox Machina. And also, we appreciate you following us here at the Alter Ego Podcast. We're here every week for you with more and more wonderful news about all this pop culture stuff. We uh, we appreciate your patronage. We appreciate you listening to us. We'll catch you on the flip side. On the flippity flip, y'all. See ya. Come here, fuck stick. <laughs> what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? 
where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.